Knock This is brought to you by Viserys. Univar ES is now Viserys, the pest control distributor making a positive impact on young businesses. Along with the broad product portfolio of top brands, we offer exclusives like the Intucare Mosquito Trap. And with resources like Pro Training, Inventory Manager, and PestWeb, and over 65 locations nationwide, we provide the products and insights to grow your business. Visit go.viserys.com slash knock this to learn more. This one's going to be on professional problem solving. And a lot of times, you know, and, and, and I'm writing this book about um, achievement formula. And the last, last podcast I dropped was uh, with Danny Kerr and we talked about problem solving. And so I kind of want to keep this thread going. I'm going to make this short and simple. And uh, anyway, so a couple, a couple announcements before I dive in is... We have Door-to-Door Con happening this year, January 8th and 9th. So get your tickets on DDDCon. But I want to make some cool announcements before I dive into my podcast. One is we're launching the new DDD Industry Awards, which has never been done. So this is our fourth year. So we figure uh, we're going to start recognizing the leaders. And a lot of this event is all focused on business owners and leaders. And so we figured we'd do some awards to kind of recognize the best companies, the best growth, the best improvement, the best recruiters, the best management, the top per rep averages, the, 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 the metrics that really matter. And so how this is going to work, it's not like, you know, there's an even playing field amongst all industries and companies, but you can go nominate your company. If you just go to dddcon.com and then under DDD Industry Awards, there's a nomination. How the nominations will work is they'll go through until November. Um, and then in December, we're going to select kind of the top nominated, whoever get the most kind of nominations. And then during December, you get a vote. And we'll say, let's say there's five companies that are on there for top growth. You would then go and vote those five, just like any ballot. And then whoever gets the most votes would then obviously be the winner for the DD Industry Award. So um, it's going to be really cool. I'm excited to see. You know, I think that that's a that's a new addition to this whole DDD con that we're doing. And then the second new addition is the DDD Hall of Fame. So the DDD Hall of Fame this year is going to be, I'm selecting with a board of people, uh, 10 individuals we're inducting to the Hall of Fame. We're actually going to get them shirts that are going to have their names on it, and they'll be hung every year at DDD con, just like if, uh, you know, every time I go to a jazz game, I see John Stockton and Carl Malone and, you know, those kind of jerseys sitting on the, the up in the up in the stands. Uh, this would be very, very similar to that. And these are industry people that have made massive impacts, that have pioneered, that have really created uh, a change in our space and, and represented the space super well. So uh, super excited for the new Hall of Fame. And then, of course, we have the Golden Door Award uh, this year, and those will be held um, live and we'll recognize them Thursday night at the dinner. But then we'll also be um, doing a virtual Golden Door Award um, on Saturday night. So if you have your golden door, there's an application on the uh, the website as well. So make sure to submit proof that you've hit your golden door. That's 400 alarms. That's 600 satellite. That's 100. Um, it's 100 installs in solar. That's 200 in roof or 2.2 million. That's 550 contracted in pest or a thousand. It's you know there's there's all the 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 metrics. There's two million in windows. So I just want to make sure that everybody knows what's coming before I dive into this podcast. So I don't want to rant on this. Uh, but I figured I'd give you guys some updates. A lot of people ask me, they're like, hey, is DDCon happening, COVID this and that? And um, so we are limiting seats to 500. So just remember, those tickets will sell fast. Considering we had 2,000 last year, a lot of people want to go. Yes, we up the ticket price, but 
it's definitely going to be a much cooler thing. So we have some confirmed speakers. We have John Maxwell, the John Maxwell coming this year. We have Hal Elrod, who wrote The Miracle Morning. And then I'm working on two really cool speakers as well. So our lineup will be really cool. I have 18 workshops on business strategy, marketing, recruiting, um, kind of more uh, business culture, things like that. So anyway, that's two cents. So I'm going to dive into uh, four principles that I want to talk about about problem solving. So I found in if you're a sales rep or you're a manager, this is the time of year where you feel like you couldn't solve the problems. You, you know, maybe you're kind of like, ah, I'm fed up with the problems and you maybe you're in this weird, weak, vulnerable spot. Um, and the first one I'm going to talk about is we've all heard the term deja vu, which means we've seen this before. Like, oh man, I feel like I'm in a deja vu. And I feel like in business and direct sales, we live in deja vus. We're like, wow, this year was the exact same as last year. Or I don't see any improvement. And I'm just repeating like Groundhog's Day the same day over and over and again. And I remember um, I got in a rut where I was just selling the same amount of numbers every week. And I just, I'm like, man, I am not getting fulfilled where we literally, um, we don't have, I don't, I, I, I just, I don't have any mojo anymore, but I wake up and I go into zombie mode and I, I just go knock and you know, knocking deja vu every day when you feel like you're in the same neighborhoods, the same people, it's the same pitch, it's the same everything, uh, gets really discouraged. So to be a professional problem solver in any kind of sales situation, in any kind of business situation, I switch it to what we call vuja day. And notice I didn't make up. This is a real thing. So vuja days mean I've never seen this before. And to come out of a slump and to change things in, in business is to get a fresh perspective. And that is why coaches and, and consultants and you know mentors are going to be very important is because you live in deja vu world a lot of times in your own in your own universe by bringing in new perspective and, and a fresh thing you've never seen before mixing it up changing your area changing the way that you do things um, is going to create this bujai day which is going to impact a whole new series of um, of perspectives and what I mean by that. There's, if you look at a box and you have four lines, so you have four squares in this box and you have what you see and I don't see. There's what we see together. There's what I just see that you don't see. And then there's what we don't see. And this is called Jahari's window. And in Jahari's window, what's crazy is when you have a Bujade is when an outside perspective comes in, you actually get to see three windows. When you're living in your own world and you're trying to solve a problem and you're trying to get better and you're trying to achieve more, what happens is you literally get stuck seeing just what you see. And I believe that adding these two other perspectives, obviously three times, you know, you get two, no, you get three times the results and achievement. So having this Jahari's window is, is critical to open up to, to achievement. So the next principle is finding the holes. And finding the holes is really cool. Think of it as like a linebacker. And you're, you're a linebacker in any business or sales situation. And, you know, you see a problem where you know that the linemen have opened up this hole. And you're like, I'm assuming running backs coming around the corner to, to just fill that hole. And I've, I've got to go plug it. Um, a professional problem solver in any kind of business scenario, they see the holes in these three categories. The first is the inefficiencies in their own current marketplace, so their own current space. So you're, I go to businesses as a consultant all the time or coach, and 
And I, I come in and I, and all I'm doing is I'm like, where, where are we bleeding? Where do I need to patch? Where, where are the holes? Where do I need to sit here and say, there is literally money flowing out of this hole. There's money flowing out of this hole. If you just fix this, you're going to make 10 times more money. And a lot of times, obviously, because of deja vu, they don't see it. And I'm like, Bujade. I'm like, boom. And I fill, I fill these holes. And that, that would be the very first place to look is what holes and inefficiencies and ways that we're doing things can I fix? Second one is the marketplace um, in general. So obviously innovation comes from f- people finding holes in a marketplace, you know, where it's like, man, I wonder if we could just do this and this and this, and then a technology uh, erupts or automate this. And then you streamline this. And, you know, if those that have made it far in life have just been able to go find the holes. And the next one is the customer's need. So, you know, Brian Tracy talks and Zig Ziglar, they always talk about being a professional problem solver. I'm not a sales rep. I'm a professional problem solver. And so when I'm sitting with a customer and I want to, I want to, I want to be really good at what I do is it's first that discovery phase, right? We've talked about like in any sales book, they talk about, we have a discovery phase where I'm going to ask a lot of questions. These questions are going to then create holes. I'm going to then say, ooh, I'm a linebacker, boom, hit the hole um, head on, or I'm a running back, however you want to look at it, and I'm going to just chase to that hole. Um, so those three places is, is where to really achieve more in sales and business is it's saying, I need to find where the customer's needs are. I'm going to find where the marketplace needs a new, efficient way. And then in my system, in my business, I'm going to find where I can fill the holes. Um, the next one. Uh, tip number three that I'm going to talk about is how movement creates change, which then creates value. And a lot of times, like in in this situation, it's we need to knock, right? We need to just do it. A lot of times in, in problems, we see problems, we're afraid to kind of address problems. A lot of us are kind of fight or flight or run. You know, I'm saying fight, fight the problem. Because if you just avoid and you freeze and you run from problems, If you don't fight the problem and say, okay, cool, I'm going to literally create movement in this and I'm going to, then it's going to create this uh, change. Those people that can fight the problems are the ones that can create value in any kind of um, workspace environment. And, you know, in order to achieve in life, fighting those problems and saying, I'm going to create some movement, I'm going to take some action, I'm going to move towards this, it's going to then help, obviously, you succeed a heck of a lot better than just saying, well, I see these issues, but I'm not wanting to take any action on it. Um, And then the last one is assume positive intent. Now, assuming positive intent, this comes from a marriage book um, that I I got recommended. And I really like this in business and sales as well. Customers, you know, when when you knock a door uh, or you go to a cold contact and they come out screaming, you know, how do you assume positive intent? You know, they're coming out with dropping F-bombs and you're like, this person has mal intent. Like this is not, this is not positive. But what if you tried on, okay, they're literally just trying to protect their family. They just don't know me. They don't, obviously they've maybe been burned in the past. Maybe they don't trust the fact that I'm a sales dude. So his intent is actually kind of positive in the sense of he's just trying to be protective and, and, you know, obviously doesn't want to like waste money on something bad. Totally get you on that. And you can then show some empathy in business situations. Let's say my manager is coming at me and he's like, dude, you need to work harder. Like, why are you getting on? Like, why are you always on the couch? Why are you, why do you ever work like you should? And blah, blah, blah. And you're underperforming. And they, and they ream you. You're a sales dude. You're like, 
screw you, dude. Like, peace. And you're like, I'm not going to work for you. Like, you would rather make no money than make that guy money. And the reality is, it's like, that guy's just trying to help you. His intent is to make you money. And if you assume that he is literally helping you and just trying to motivate you in his own way, maybe he didn't land, maybe his delivery sucked, but it's like, he's literally just trying to help you. The owner is not trying to not pay you. In this business, I mean, literally I see salespeople and business owners, they're like, man, my supplier just didn't deliver the product on the right time and the, my reps are just sucking. And, and as a manager, you're like, my owner's always screwing me and he never has any movement for growth and he's always changing his vision and blah, blah, blah. It's like, guys, you're on the same freaking team. And I watch, as I go to businesses, I watch people just go from literally like enemies as if they're fighting on two different teams. And I'm like, you're not against each other. You're on, you're, like, you're in the same jerseys. And if you don't assume positive intent, it's going to create resentment. That's going to create this whole wall between you. And you're going to either fight or you're going to avoid each other. So in order to be a professional problem solver, you have to be the one that takes the initiative, knocks first and says, hey, even though you're blazing at me, I'm assuming you're doing it for a good cause. I'm assuming you're trying to obviously make life better. And those would just be four simple tips on professional problem solving. And I promise you, the better you become at problem solving for people, most people, that's one of the like worst skill sets they have. And as you practice this, you become of better service and value in the marketplace. And if you have a strong problem solving like bone inside you, you, you massively go faster in business than anyone else. And what's crazy is those that have a weak bone of problem solving, let's say that they're not good at it, what then happens is they then gravitate to those that can solve the problems for them. And if we're one that always needs problem solved for us, we tend to then um, just be a sheep. We're, we tend to be a follower. We tend to just kind of say, wherever the business takes me, that's where I'll go. And I don't like being caught like driftwood in the ocean where I just float with the current. I want to be somebody that can grab the bull by the horns and I can be somebody that literally solves problems for others. That's the value creation. So be a problem solver. I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. Please share if you guys got some value out of this. Like I said, tickets are on sale at DDCon. Um, and guys, check out the other podcasts. I mean, I think this is episode like 180. I'm changing a little bit of the direction. Obviously, this is a DDD podcast. Uh, I'm going to be doing a lot more of them instead of a lot of the interviews. And the reason being is I'm I'm writing this book. And it's just good practice for me to kind of get out some of the content that is going through my head and putting it in a video, putting it in a paper. Um, so I'd love to support you, uh, the support from you guys on this journey. So much love. Peace out. Got to run boot camp. Uh-huh.